Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to uplevel your life is now. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petia Kolibova, and I have a special, really special guest for you today. She is such a gift to the world, and when you stay listening, you will see and you will hear why she is such a world changer. And not only she's a spiritual teacher and astrologist, but she truly embodies her work and very soon you will hear why she's here. Danielle, I am so excited and so grateful to have you here, and I feel like that's such a beautiful and divine timing to have you on this episode. So thank you so much for creating the space and time for us. Thank you so much for having me and for that beautiful introduction. I feel honored, so thank you. Thank you. And uh, I, right before we, we hit recording, I ask you, what is your favorite place in the world? And the reason is I, sometimes we get so busy, you know, with everything that is going on in the world, we put our head down and we, we forget to dream. For a little bit so that's what I love to do at the beginning of my recordings of my podcast take my guests just for a few moments for a few brief moments back to their you know favorite places so if you're open to that I would love to take you there just for a moment just for a second just for a few brief moments and I know you're very open so take a deep breath and close your eyes and as you're breathing in, you can breathe in the smell of the fresh flowers. And imagine that you're walking on the streets of Egypt and it's a very early morning. And you're walking in the streets and there is a street market and people start waking up, the nature starts waking up, the city starts waking up and all you can see is just the sunshine and people smiling and going throughout their days. And you look at the fresh herbs in the market and the flowers, and you're smelling the fresh flowers there. And you're walking and you feel so peaceful and so aligned. And as you're walking through the streets, you see a little kids running around and playing and there are little girls and little boys and there is one little girl. She separates from the group, she runs to you, she brings you one beautiful fresh flower and as she's handing it to you, she asks you, who are you? 
What is the one thing you would love her to know? Not what do you do, but who are you? I am a soul incarnated on earth, just like everyone else to help raise consciousness and bring more light to the world. Hmm. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I love starting the, the recording and really tuning in on who you really are. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm obsessed with your work. I've been stacking your Instagram. I so appreciate everything you put there, not only on what is really going on, but also bringing a little bit of humor and your personality <laughs> and authenticity. It's, it's, you're really amazing. But for those who don't know you, what would you say started your your journey, you know, of being so fascinated by astrology and, and, and the planets? Well, I actually had no idea this was coming. Um, when I turned 30, which I was going through my Saturn return, but at the time I didn't know it was my Saturn return. Um, so I went through a huge awakening. I was dumped in France on my 30th birthday. I was living in Boston with him. I was working at an architecture firm because that's what I used to do. Um, I was miserable at the job. I needed to move out because it was his place. And I decided to move back to California, where I'm from. And I moved back home. And this was um, during the last um, recession. And um, I you know, couldn't find a job to save my life because they were not hiring any designers, any architects. Um, I didn't really want to do that anymore anyways. And I started, and I was living with my parents and I started having an awakening um, that I talk about in my podcast. I went through two podcasts and talked about it all in detail. But just to summarize, I started having an awakening that started with dreams, um, started showing me things. And I, um, it was almost like the twilight zone because I would see things in a dream that would happen during the day. And it would just blew my mind. And I didn't understand because, you know, there was no context of any of this. And then I started waking up in the middle of the night and seeing spirits right in front of my face. Wow. And I thought I was losing my mind and I was scared. Not because the spirits were scary, I want to make that clear, but because it was new to me. Um, but then I realized that, no, this is actually, this is who I am. And then what happened after that was many, 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 many years of clearing out old behavioral patterns, um, going through my spiritual awakening, which means everything in your old life needs to die. So people leave your life, um, belief systems are shattered. Um, you know, you're just moving through veils of illusion and it's painful and it's scary and it's confusing. So I went through that. Um, this was before Facebook, before Instagram, you know, there was like no groups that I knew of, of anyone to help. I went through on my own with spirit, getting information from spirit. And so that's why I feel I'm so connected because in my darkest of night, when I, I think I told one friend, but she didn't even really understand, um, <clears throat> I was guided by spirit. <clears throat> so people can call it God, divine, spirit guides, whatever you want to call it. It's all source energy. It really, at the end of the day, we just like to label because our human mind, our logical mind likes to label, but it's really all the same thing. So it doesn't matter what we call it. It's consciousness. So that's what led me. Um, I found astrology by accident um, at this horrible job I was at, but I was supposed to be at because I met this um, guy that became a friend who introduced me to astrology. I'm like, this is crazy. I, it's, it's like, how do you know me when you don't even know me? I went home and I studied everything I could until um, the sun came up literally. And from there on out, 14 hours a day. And it was just my soul remembering and remembering and re remembering. And um, 
it came so easily to me because it's a language of the stars. It's like basically a light language. It's a language of the soul. So, you know, anything, any other job I've ever had in my entire life, I didn't like, wasn't good at, um, felt insecure. Nothing felt right until I started having this awakening and I'm like, this is who I am. And then, so I never turned back. Wow, that is so amazing. Such a powerful story. And you were saying so many things, you know, that, that people might resonate with right now because sometimes we are trying to force ourselves, push ourselves, you know, fit into mold and deep, deep inside. If it doesn't feel right, it's probably not right. You yes. know, so... Yes. I loved it. Even though if it didn't make sense in the moment, you were listening mm -hmm. and you kept going with it because back then, like you said, it's not as easy as we have it today. Today you go ask Uncle Google, go on. Yes. <laughs> I will say yes to that. It was completely different when I was going through it. Yes. Wow. Wow. And I can't even imagine going like completely alone, because even if you have a trusted friend, if the friend that's not in the same place, they're like, I don't get it. I don't know what you're saying. I don't know how to help you. So it's really amazing. And do you personally believe that in this lifetime, each of us will or can find that thing if we go and keep trying? Because for you, it was astrology. Nothing else before fit or didn't feel right. But do you feel that each of us has that chance to connect with what is our truth here in this lifetime? Absolutely. I mean, whether or not someone sees ghosts or does astrology, that's not everyone's soul contract. But it is part of everyone's soul experience to find love. And I'm not saying with another partner. I'm saying with yourself. And that connection to yourself and connection to your divinity, that's one of the reasons why we're here. But we also have free will. Um, so it's a matter of, are we listening to our guidance? Are we in a relationship that we know is not for our highest good, but we're just too scared to get out? And there's no judgment. I'm just using the examples, right? So we all have the ability to find true love again with ourselves and with our connection and with our purpose. But it's, are we willing to listen? Are we willing to dismantle our paradigm as it is to find something else? I mean, everything in my life crumbled. I was so grateful I had parents to go back to. And that's what I kept saying at the time. I'm like, well, some people don't even have parents that they can go back to. So when I had friends getting married and buying houses and having kids at 30, <clears throat> excuse me, and my life was starting over and it was very, you know, it, it was, um, humiliating at times, um, you know, just in the beginning, because I didn't understand what was going on. I kept saying, well, thank God I have family to go back to. So, you know, it just, it all depends on how we look at everything as well. Yeah, it's, it's truly all about the perspective. When you look at yourself, if you, like you said, you could have compared yourself with others and say, well, I don't have a house or I don't have the family. I am a failure. Mm -hmm. But you trust that there is something bigger than that for you. And Absolutely. very often what we see on the outside, it's not what's going on on the inside anyway. A hundred percent. Listen to this. I've been doing readings for 12 years now. The amount of people that come to me and tell me, I don't like my husband. I don't like my girlfriend. I'm not happy. I got married. I wanted the dress. I wanted the wedding. It's not what I wanted. We don't even talk. We don't even have sex. And then I see on Instagram baby, I love you so much. It's like, so what I'm trying to say is don't believe everything, you know, like only you at, at the end of the day, go to sleep, 
wake up and look at yourself in the mirror, you have to answer to yourself, nobody else. Yep. And you know the truth of your life. And I'm not saying it's easy because everything was taken from me in my life, but you need to start over. I mean, I shouldn't say everything because I had a roof over my head and I had parents to go to. I wasn't that close with them at the time, but I still had that, you know? So, but everything else in my life was taken. And look at you today. Yes. And I like to show people I've worked very hard to get to this place. You know, I've sacrificed a lot. Um, you know, I've been single for a very long time um, because I was very clear that it wasn't my time. So another thing with that is we cannot compare my soul journey to someone else's, just like you cannot compare your soul journey to mine and vice versa, because everyone has a different path. Some people will get married at 25 and that's perfect for them. And then some people will not even at all, or some people might not even meet someone until their 40s, 50s, and that's also perfect because it doesn't mean they're sitting in a hole staring at the wall and not, you know, yep. enjoying life. There's so many other things going on. My soul had to get to this point and to this level, and now the, the men that I'm bringing into my life now are way more aligned than any of these people that I've ever dated in the past, and I always knew, I'm like, that's not my partner, that's not, because I also wasn't at the level that I needed, you know, and I don't like to say level, it sounds pretentious and I don't mean it like that but again I'm just using a like a, a marker like so we could understand there's no end point there's no finish point but the logical mind likes to grasp something so using that for example I love that I love how you always blend the mindset and the subconscious with astrology with the spirituality it's it's such a beautiful blend and each of us we are in different you know level of our journeys like you said but one or the other will resonate Yes. And we were talking about it at the beginning uh, before I start recording, you know, it's some people will resonate and some won't, and it doesn't matter because you're living to what is true to you. So it's, it's so important to trust your own journey and not comparing yourself with others. And when I said, look where you are now, it's, it's very inspiring in a way that you trusted in yourself in a journey, even when it was challenging, even yeah. when it didn't make sense at the times. Yeah. <laughs> You're here today because you listened. So I would love, love, love to hear. I always, like when I'm reading your post, I feel like you can see the future. You sit and you can see the future and sharing it with us. So it's, it's so, so beautiful. And I don't know about you, but the last few weeks, last few months, they were unexpected for some people, very heavy, very confusing energy, very exhausting energy. And I would love to hear just like, sit here back, chill and listen to you. <laughs> what can you share about what is going on with the world right now? Because when we look just from outside perspective, we don't even know what to believe in. We're said one thing, then we find out it's not true and it's very confusing. It is. It's an incredibly confusing time for many reasons. I have many posts that I've written on this that I haven't shared yet because there's always getting information coming through and writing. Um, yeah, there is. Um, it's very polarizing right now. Um, you know, I'm saying with every event that's going on, um, with every opinion someone has, there's a reason to say yes or to say no. So um, it's interesting because we, 
as I'm saying this, I'm getting information. It's like we are becoming divided so we could become united um, because it's almost like we have to go into the polarity in order to see it. You know, you don't fix the roof. If you have a hole in your house and the roof, you're not going to fix it if it's just sunny and beautiful all the time and you live in like, you know, on an island, there's no need. But if it's pouring rain, then it's going to force you to fix it. So we really start moving when, you know, shit hits the fan. But um, in terms of, you brought up a point I want to say about how if I could see the I see the future. So yes and no, I do see a lot. I see how there are a lot of dots and how they're connected. I see behind those dots oftentimes that other people can't see, and I'm not the only one. Um, I'm just sharing it, right? So, but I also don't see the future, and I want to tell this because I think this is very important. Because even though there's a lot of things that play out, because um, we're very predictable and a lot of the government strategies are very predictable as well. There are still many, many timelines that are existing at once. And that's actually part of why um, it's so confusing because I'm on a different timeline than you. You're on a different timeline. Um, the other person that's listening to this is on the other timeline. So we have all these timelines coming together, but that's, and it looks like our truth. And it is from our perspective, if we're looking through a peephole, that's all we see. So it is our truth, but it's from a different perspective because it's from a different um, vantage point, right? So um, we have multiple things going on at once. Um, that being said, I lost my train of thought, but there's so much. But let me go back to the first question that you want you asked about what is going on right now. And I think that it's important to say that astrologers, true astrologers, I'm not talking about people that and there's no offense talking about the moon because the moon is beautiful, but I'm talking truest all artists that study the craft all have been telling people I'm not the only one. Okay. I, 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 there's a million beautiful astrologers out there. If you're a real astrologer, you would have known that 2020 is a bit of a shit show. And I remember being at this party in um, the fall of 2019 and everyone was going around saying how they can't wait for 2020 and talking about these things. I remember saying to my friend, and she says, I said it out loud. I don't remember that. Um, but she was, I said to her, I remember saying, uh, all these people think 2020 is going to be great. And it's not, it's going to be actually pretty bad. I mean, it's good in some ways because we're seeing stuff, but I'm like, it's going to be bad. And she's like, don't say that. You're being so negative. I'm like, I'm just telling you. And she still, to this day, remembers. She's like, remember when you said it? So what happened is in 2019, we were building to a lot of this energy. I know in 2020, people are like, I would do anything to go back to 2019. But in 2019, 2019 felt really hard. And that was because a couple planets, Saturn, which is about discipline and structure and responsibility and government systems because it's in Capricorn, was getting closer to Pluto, which is about complete um, demolition, transformation, purging, pulling out, um, going into the deepest, darkest shadows that we have. So those two planets were um, together with the South Node several times throughout the year. The South Node, the collective South Node is like this dumping ground. It's um, this energy of this letting go. So we had um, several points throughout 2019 when those came very close and the south node hit, so it was a lot of letting go and releasing, okay? We were building towards, in, um, dis, I'm sorry, January 12th of 2020, <clears throat> Saturn and Pluto were in conjunction, and they are in conjunction around every 34 years-ish, it, it depends, okay, ish. Um, so this is a really big deal, okay? So this is what astrologers knew was coming. Now, once, um, once I discovered this in November, because I don't always study 
the long-term cycles that was more focused on people's birth chart and their own particular. Um, but this is um, predictive astrology, right? So once I discovered this in November um, and I saw these two planets coming together, I was like, okay, well, it's a no-brainer. We're, we're in for some stuff, right? And I say stuff in quotes because it could be many things. Um, just to put it in perspective, during 9-11, Saturn was in opposition to Pluto. So these two planets were coming together in January. So again, if you study astrology, it's a no-brainer. Well, you understand how the cycles work. And it's not that, you know, it means that there's going to be another 9-11, right? I'm not saying that. It's that you understand the magnitude of the archetypes and we feel them. So what I always say is even if you don't believe in astrology, it doesn't, I don't really care. It doesn't matter. I'm not here to, to convince people. But even if people don't believe in astrology, we're still on Earth. We're still under this galactic energy. We're still feeling the planets, right? How we react is based on a million different things, but we still feel it. And so there's something called mundane astrology. And mundane astrology is where astrologers specialize in world events based on the cycles in the sky. And I don't do that because it's very specific. It's very detailed. I honestly feel like I would never leave my house and never talk to a human if I attempted to study it. So I honor the astrologers that do that. And they, they, they know all the events that happen and they match it up, okay? So you can see the unfolding. Um, so once I saw that Saturn and Pluto were coming together January 12th, it didn't mean that something happened on January 12th. That's the misconception of astrology. It's that the energy comes together and it's like a tuning fork and then the vibration is coming out. So what, I mean, we already know that the COVID, everything was leaked in China even before this, right? Because energy builds before and energy builds after. But this entire year we're under, there's many aspects we're under, but just to make this simple for your um, listeners right now, we're under this frequency of Saturn Pluto. So whenever you have Pluto involved, any astrologer knows that it's not going to be pretty. We're going to reveal the deepest, darkest shit, excuse my language, that you can possibly see. It's like literally going into an abandoned house, pulling up the rug, and the cockroaches are coming out. And you're like, oh, God. And you're like, nope, you got to clean it. You got to look at it. Well, how did this get here? And it, it, that's Pluto. Pluto goes into your soul, pulls it out, and transforms it because on the other side is something beautiful. However, Pluto, you can also look at it as the um, process of a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. Mm. It, I think about the butterfly or the caterpillar in there. It's uncomfortable. It's growing wings. You know, he or she, whoever it is, is growing wings. Um, and they don't know that they're going to become a butterfly. You know, there's nothing that says keep going. They might want to die. That's exactly a Pluto transit, okay? So when you have that connected with Saturn in Capricorn, which was about government systems, government structures, the right um, rules, regulations, it's a collapse of structures that's happening, and we see it. Now, it's also, granted, there's a million other things going on of a collapse of structures and then people trying to get new power, and it, they're trying to control, and it's you know very authoritarian, which that's Saturn. So, um, listen, did I know exactly how this is going to play out? No, and I'm not even going to sit here and pretend. But we knew that this was serious, and we knew that I, I don't know any astrologer. There was an article in the Huffington Post, which was such BS. 
Um, I can't even believe they post stuff. And they're like, well, I guess we see that astrology isn't real because no astrologer predicted that. I mean, that to me is really sad for the person that wrote it because every astrologer knew that you could talk to, right? So um, we knew this was coming. And also I've been saying, if you go back in all my posts for this year, I keep saying, wait till the summer, wait till the summer, wait till the summer. Well, here we are. So I've been telling you this. The reason is um, on June 5th, we had the first lunar eclipse of the, um, well, we had some eclipse or one eclipse in, in January, but that was kind of a continuation of last year. But we had the first eclipse, June 5th, and eclipses are huge game changers. So everyone fears Mercury retrograde. That's like nothing. That's just like your little kid brother poking you and throwing like airplane, like paper airplanes at you and like throwing rocks at you and pulling your hair. And you're just like, oh, I'm annoyed, right? So things happen. That's a whole other subject for another day. But don't fear Mercury retrograde. I'm not, and I'm not saying fear eclipses, but eclipses are the real deal because they move us up on our spiritual path, whether we like it or not. So this is why people get divorced around eclipses. Um, people get married around eclipses. You can win an award. You can have a baby. You can lose your job, right? Uh, it, it can go either way, but they're huge shifts in the trajectory of your life. So then when we have it, we feel that on a personal level. We also feel that on a collective level. And so what's happening is we're seeing this huge shift. So right before the week of the riots, what, what I always tell people, energy of the eclipse comes in a month before. That's when things start happening. The week before, all hands on deck, right? We're, we're seeing it could be anything. It could be anything. So when did the riots start? A week before, right? We see this. So as an astrologer, am I surprised with everything that happened? No, I've been telling people, you know, again, I never know exactly how it's going to play out. Um, there's many different ways, but that was a week before the June 5th eclipse. So um, we have to look at that energy now. Their next eclipse um, is June 21st. Again, I don't know when this is going to air, but I'm just going to tell you the date so people can go back and look. Um, the next eclipse is June 21st. This is a big one. This is a new moon solar eclipse. It's also on a solstice. So this is a brand new beginning. This is so much power that we haven't had before. Um, you know, it almost felt like the lunar eclipse, the first one on June 5th, was this letting go and this old energy. And this of like, we don't want this anymore. You know, Black Lives Matter, like, of course they do. Like, get rid of anything in the past that's not aligned with this, right? And it has to go, right? So now we're moving to this June 21st eclipse. So I'm not saying that it's going to be all butterflies and rainbows. I don't know. But what I do feel like is it's, I do feel a little bit hope of a new opening of something new is like basically being hatched and being birthed. But again, it's eclipse season. So anything could go, right? And then also, so this is the biggest thing of why I said the summer is going to be wild. I always said, I've said this many times on Instagram, you will not enter this summer the same person as at the end of the summer, because usually we have two eclipses in a row. Uh, two weeks apart, every six months, that's the norm. Every once in a while, based on the ecliptic and just based on the rotation and everything that's going on, we have three eclipses in a row. Well, this summer, we have three eclipses in a row. So then we have the next one, exactly your face is totally, <laughs> the next one is like, oh, God, it's July 5th. So it's like, boom, boom, boom. You know, these are huge. So this shows us that our consciousness is opening wide. We are moving. It's not pretty. What happens are old behavioral patterns. There's a lot of crying. You know, around the June 5th eclipse, um, and afterwards, I was exhausted for a week. I wrote a post on that. It's very normal to be completely drained and exhausted because eclipses alter the electromagnetic field of Earth. What are we? We are electric beings. Again, that's why I say, believe astrology, don't believe astrology. I don't really care. I don't have time for it. 
but because you're here on earth, I know that you're still feeling it. So when you wake up, come back to me and we can have a conversation because you can't get out of it. You're not so special that you can't just get out and astrology is bullshit because it just talks about frequency on earth. And if anyone thinks it's BS, I really encourage them to start understanding the universe because that tells me that they don't understand why we're here in the universe. And that's okay. It's not everyone's path, but I wouldn't take advice from people like that. That's all mm. I'm saying. <laughs> this is so powerful. And I was just taking notes. And, and like you said, like normally we have two eclipses and then each of them shakes us, but now we have three. Yeah. So um, what I'm thinking, I'll probably um, talk to my team and we will air it before so I can really support and people who yeah. need to hear this will hear this. Yeah. So the next one we have June 21st and then July 5th. Mm -hmm. Knowing this, can we prepare somehow? Knowing this, is there anything we can do to... I don't even know if I can say like manage this energy. We cannot manage it, but what can we do if we know now? Yeah. So I don't, what I don't want people to do is freak out and try to prepare and go down in a bunker and be like, oh, I thought <laughs> about that. What astrology is and the most beautiful way of using astrology is to help empower you and to help enlighten you. So we know that just, I'll use the first one. For example, I've been saying this over and over again on Instagram and by the way, this is all going to go in my membership that I'm building. So people in my membership really are on top of what's going on. June 5th, a week before is when stuff happens. So expect that a week before the energy amps up. Right now, it's June 15th. We're a week out basically from the June 21st. So this is a powerful week. There's going to be a lot of stuff happening, right? Um, so we can also, it really comes down to self-care and managing yourself. You know, listen, there's all different kinds of people. There's some people that need to be out there on the front lines. There's some people that need to be, um, you know, at home holding space, moving energy, moving light. You know, we're all different beings and we're here for different reasons, but we all need breaks and we all need to breathe. So like I, um, after that June 5th eclipse, there were three days that I couldn't get out of bed and I didn't punish myself. I didn't say I'm lazy. I just knew it was the energy. So I let myself work from my bed and I that didn't do anything. I didn't work out. I didn't, couldn't go March. I couldn't do anything. I was exhausted to the point of not being able to function. My friend said it best. She felt it too. And she's like, I can't even decipher if I use a fork or a spoon today. I'm like, that's exactly how I feel. Like the brain fog, right? I just, so much confusion and exhaustion. That's us, our body integrating new light. Okay. So what we can do is take care of ourselves, take a salt bath, um, do breath work, move your body, do yoga, go for a walk, be in nature, talk to friends, rest. If you need to turn your phone off, turn social media off, you know, take care of yourself um, or continue to write positive things to help the world. If that's where you want to go with it, you know, everyone has a different, you have to listen to your truth of what you need. Some people didn't need to be in bed and, but I did because I'm a very sensitive person. I know that about myself. So we have to honor ourselves without beating ourselves up and comparing because that comparing game is just so low vibration because we are all made differently. You know, human design, we're completely different. You know, that our body, our machine is built entirely different. I love that. And I, I, I feel personally like I loved hearing this because when everything happened in the past few months, it felt like we should all come together. You know, that, that should feeling like, oh, we should all come together and we should all do the same things. And I love that you're saying it out loud. We are each built differently and we each have a different purpose. Some people thrive 
to be in the front line. Some like to be in the back and exactly. hold the space. So, exactly. and that's beautiful. Yeah. Saying Sorry to well, interrupt you. I'm passionate no. about that. But I was going to say, what happens when we all do the same thing, right? What happens? Think about it. We become robots. We become sheep. Does anything change? No, we need the artist. We need the musician. We need the painter. We need the writer. We need the dancer. We need the singer. We need the speaker. Whatever it is, we need everybody to be going into their gifts and using their gifts. Like I'm not a painter. If I tried painting, it would be, it would look like a child did it. So it's like, let me stay in my lane and honor the people that have that talent. Right? So let's not become robots and sheep. Like that's what the government wants us to do and everyone blends in, but we are all different and unique on purpose. We can all come together for the same cause, but we show it in different expressions. We are all expressions of source energy. So that's why we have different gifts and talents. It's beautiful. I loved it, Danielle. And I wonder, I, I know you mentioned a little bit of the self-care, you know, what do you do, like walks, nature, bread, but I wonder what is your daily non-negotiable, whether there is an eclipse or not, yeah. what is your daily non-negotiable that keeps you in high vibe? So I, I love that question, but if I answer truthfully, I vary every day because that's just my personality and I listen to what my body needs. So, but really that what doesn't, um, what doesn't change is the listening to my soul. And so that might be, I spend all morning working from bed and I do it all the time and I've met with clients and I've written reports and I do, you know, oh, whatever needs to happen, but I'm in bed because my body just needs it. Or that could be like, wake up early, do breath work, you know, connect with my heart, do meditation, you know, whatever it is, but so the non-negotiable is me listening to that day what my soul needs. It's just the same reason why I cannot work in the office. I cannot work Monday through Friday, eight to five, eight to six, eight to seven, however God knows, however long, and, and go on that schedule because even before I was conscious, I used to say when I was in my 20s, I used to say, but what if like I need to like, take a nap during the day? And people thought it was crazy, and, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm actually not kidding. And now that I know that I am a mental projector with entirely open body, only my throat and my third eye closed, I get exhausted from being around people because I take on all their shit. But that also makes me a good teacher and a good um, intuitive, right? So we have to honor our gifts. Yep. I have a one client who is also, you know, mental projector. And when we started to work together, she was like, you know, like, I really want to like build a community and connect with people, but it exhausts me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, she was like, what do I do? How do I build relationships yeah. when being around people exhausts me? Would you yeah. say that it's really honoring your, yeah. your space and boundaries? A hundred percent. I've gotten very good with my boundaries over time. And I, you know, yeah, when I was younger, it would be confusing because I'm like, why can't I just go, you know, for like a weekend with everyone and like just have fun? And, you know, by the end of the weekend, I was moody and I wanted to get away. And like everyone was like playing, doing a game and I'd be like off by myself. And I'm like, why am I antisocial? Like, do I not like people? Can I not? And I'm like, no, it's just that I take on so much that I need to refresh so then I can come back and show up as my best self. So, and, and people say, well, how do I know? How do I know? You just spend time getting to know yourself, right? You just, you put the social media away, you, you listen to your soul and you listen. That's the biggest thing that I can say. If, if you hear one thing from this whole podcast, it's 
listen to the whispers of your soul because they are guiding you and they are telling you. And, and at the end of the day, people know they just don't want to do it. Yeah. And then that's free will. So that's fine. You, you do you until you realize you can't do that anymore. <laughs> I love it. I just, I, I, I absolutely love your mindset, Danielle. It's so refreshing. So amazing. Thank you. Um, one last thing. What is your one last thing on your heart for the women who are still on the discovery of their purpose and still looking for why they are here? What is the one thing you would like her to know? Um, never give up no matter what it looks like on the outside because when I started I was making zero money for several years I probably was lucky if I had one client a month and on the outside I was broke I literally would just walk on the beach and go on the swings because it was free I didn't buy clothes for a year I couldn't even buy a drink with a girlfriend's out unless someone bought me one um, so when I say I was broke I was broke I was living off my savings I literally bought nothing um, and um, it was very scary. So nothing on the outside would ever tell me I'd be successful or it was actually going well, except the feeling in my heart and the knowingness. Mm -hmm. And the knowingness brought me here. And now I am more financially stable probably than most of my friends that are couples. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that because I've worked for everything because I listened and I trusted my path, even, th even though it was a path that doesn't make sense to most of the world, right? When I said, oh, I'm going to become an astrologer and a spiritual teacher, everyone was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes. You know, so just listen to your soul because that your soul has the answers other people are responding based on their fears. Even if they care about you and love you, my, listen, my mom cares about me and loves me, but she responds to me with fear all the time. So I've had to set very clear boundaries with her and let her know that I won't talk to her about money because she has a fear of money. Um, that's her own stuff. So I said, listen, that's your own stuff. Um, I'm not going to talk to you about money anymore because I don't have that fear and I don't want to take on yours. I took that on my whole life until I realized that it wasn't mine. And so I'm like, you need to do the work on that if you want to, but I'm not going to talk to you about money. Right? So we have to set firm boundaries and listen to ourself, our soul, because that's what's going to lead us. Beautiful. So powerful, Danielle. I, um, I so appreciate you. For those who don't know yet how to hang out with you online, what are your favorite places? I know I attended one of your calls and I'm signing up for the rest of them for the rest of my life. But <laughs> what are some places that people can connect with you? Yeah, the best places right now um, is Instagram at I am Danielle Page, and that's P-A-I-G-E, and also my website. So it has all the information, which is Danielle Page, and it has links to everything, all information, and yeah. I love that. Thank you so much, Danielle. I Thank love you. your work. I appreciate you, and I am now even more aware and more prepared for what's to come. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you.